Hey mamas, it's Cindy and Emily and welcome to Imperfect Mom's Guide. This podcast is far from kid-friendly, so grab some earphones for you or for them. We talk all things from mental health struggles, parenting fails, and the occasional shaving of buttholes. Buckle up and get ready for the shit show. And let's get ready to talk shit, eat cake, and tell judgmental moms to mind their own motherhood. Hello, mamas, and welcome to our 33rd episode of this podcast. Are you serious? Yes. I've had to talk to you for 33 hours. Unfortunately, I've had to see your face for longer than that. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. I can actually see yours now. Mine? Yeah, let me just take those off. That's better. Oh. Anyway, while Emily is struggling with her devices, we have a special guest with us today. Yes, we do. We have Lacey. She is going to join us today and tell us about her big, happy family and how she navigates having so many teenage children. Plus two babies. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. And we have another special guest. She's not really special or a guest. She's just finally here joining us for once. Colleen. And look, there's a child. (laughs) And there's a child. I thought I smelled a kid. I just, I just want to put a disclaimer out there today. Uh, I'm feeling really bitchy and really bitchish, and I apologize. That's different from the other day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Cindy, what are we going to talk about today? The day away. I came home from dropping the kids off at school. Fell asleep, woke up, got Harper from school, came home, laid on the couch, went upstairs, went back to sleep, woke up, picked up Hazel, came home and talked to Colleen on the phone. I think you're depressed. That's what I've been It's a pretty good Monday, actually. It wasn't bad. Nobody really pissed me off today, so I call that a win. Lacey, what did you do today? Okay, so I dropped a car off. That means Christopher, you have to be quiet. Um, and pretty much laundry. Today was like laundry day and like get your life together day. That was today. I felt that. I need to have one of those days. I did. Um, I woke up, I went grocery shopping and then I came home and I cleaned out some of the fridge. Um, and like redid the snack buckets. And then I've just been doing laundry ever since. That's good. You can come to my house tomorrow. Who are you talking to? I don't even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Anybody who can listen, really? 
So, I had to call Daniel earlier because Cindy was being an asshole. Nine. I was not being an asshole, actually. I, I thanked him three times for being nicer than you. <laughs> I like, you called me and you were like, can you please just meet me? And I was like, no, if you want me to watch her, you can bring her here. I'm not meeting you nowhere. And she was like, I'm going to call Daniel because he's nicer. He is fucking nicer. <laughs> so I texted Daniel and I was like, hey, Emily's going to call you just so you're aware. And I came downstairs and I was like, so are you going to go get her? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, why? It's like, because it's not that fun. Because that's what nice people do. <laughs> Write it down. She said that she was going to call you because you were nicer. He's like, I am nicer. You, like, he is nicer. Whenever she guilt trips you into doing something you don't want to do, that's on you, bro. Not me. <laughs> Emily is the biggest guilt tripping motherfucker. I am not. <laughs> Yes, me. <laughs> Not me. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, we didn't even go because I forgot that I bought stuff for an oil change for my car and Alan was going to give my car an oil change. So I'll call Daniel on Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> you do that. She, like, she, Audrey straight up cried to me because she didn't want to go mushroom hunting. Oh. She's like, I just, I don't want to get any ticks. Oh. I'm like, uh, I can spray you with bug spray. I'll even put duct tape around your feet. It's fine. And she's like, no, I can't. Oh my god. Like, you're killing me. He's your child. I want to go mushroom hunting. This is your child. I like going Well, I don't know whose fucking kid she is, then. Find her in her rock. <laughs> She's Colleen's kid. Colleen, you don't like to mushroom hunt? Yep, she's Colleen's kid. So I kind of suck this week, and I didn't write an itinerary for this Because you've been too busy fucking napping. And I forgot yeah, you're right. And I forgot Lacey was joining us, so I'm a piece of shit, and we're just winging it. It's a winging it week. Emily easily could have picked up the slack, but clearly didn't. Oh, no, I'm too busy doing laundry. Sorry. You like that? So, Lacey. I did not. <laughs> I think you're... Lacey. Yes. Tell us about you. Okay. What you got going on? Who's Lacey? I'm Lacey. Hey. Hey. I meant like, who is Lacey okay. as a person? Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm actually not from around here. Like, I was raised in Illinois. Didn't move to... The lovely area of Paris, Missouri, if you will, until I married JC, who, yep, that's the hubby, if you will. And we 
Okay, this is what a lot of people ask is we have nine kids at home, 11 total, two of which are out of the house. Devin, who's 21, he's at college, living his best frat boy life. Um, <laughs> then we have Cody, who's 18, living his um, grown life, if you will. And then mainly teenagers. We have three 17-year-olds. Um, some 15, I mean, just all mainly teenagers. And then we have, for whatever reason, we thought it was a good idea to like, let's have some babies. We've got all these teenagers almost grown. Let's have some babies. So we have a one year old and a two year old. So that's, that's that, that is it. That is Lacey pretty much. How do you keep yourself from going insane and keep your house running smoothly? Wine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness. Um, no, honestly, you do. I think it's just, like fair to say you do go insane sometimes. Um, just because everyone's got different personalities. Everyone's like, there's days where I swear like everyone in the house is pissed off at somebody. And then there's other days where it's like a kumbaya moment and just a 50-50 shot which you're going to wake up to the next day. I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was stalking your Facebook the other day. Nice. That is and so, like, that's like the picture part of that. That's so nice. Everybody looks so comfortable, though. Oh, for sure. Sometimes too comfortable, though. Yeah, I have a seven-year-old laying on me right now. I felt the whole too comfortable part. Too comfortable. Especially those teenagers. Like, the things that come out of teenagers' mouths are, like, where you have to take a moment and, like, prepare yourself. Like, I'm not going to lose my shit. I'm not going to lose my shit. Um, because, oh, like, lost it. 100%. My number one goal with teenagers, and I think a lot of people kind of... Either you love this parenting style or you hate it, and it's totally cool either way, is I'm a big believer that sometimes we don't normalize open conversation with teenagers. And by doing that, when they have an issue, they're not coming to you. And they right. have no problem. And so I did, nor like, that was one goal I had, like, when I became a mom. Like, my kids will be able to tell me absolutely anything. No judgment. I will never judge one of my kids. Not saying they're that's not going to be grounded, but like zero judgment here. Comfortable space. Um, especially like when they get into those like puberty ages. I got a girlfriend age or I've got a boyfriend age. Like those times. I guess here's an example. And I have permission, I feel, to, to say this. One of the calls I got today, which I love him to pieces, Devin, who's 21. He's in a fraternity. And I got, I got invited to um, Parents Weekend. And at first I was, like, super stoked. And he's excited because, first off, anyone who knows Devin from Paris, he is six foot five. My little four foot eleven ass over here was <laughs> my six foot five, 21-year-old child. And he's just like, I'm so excited for all my, like, friends to meet you. He's like, they think you gave birth to me. That's what he says. He's like, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> like, you're going to walk all up in there. They're expecting this, like, tall-ass chick. You are 4'11". This is the best day ever. <laughs> and I'm like, we are here for it. <laughs> and then he was telling me the itinerary for it. And part of the itinerary 
is like you go to the bar with your mom, if you will. And I'm like, I'm not much of a bar scene person, but I'm like, you know what? It's the experience. He's stoked about this. We're going to do it. And I said, okay, so where am I going to sleep? I said, because obviously you don't drink and drive. That's terrible. I said, so where am I going to sleep, though? Because clear in Fulton. And he says, well, you're just going to sleep in my bed. And I said, oh, okay, so where are you going to sleep? And he says, the, I kid you not, word for word, he says, there's this girl I'm hooking up with. I'll just crash at her place. I'm like, first <laughs> I said, one, your ass is about to leave me in a frat house by myself. Just like, send for yourself, mom. Good luck to you. <laughs> I said, it's the best. I said, you know, I think I'm going to get a hotel room. But you do you. Support it. Have fun, I guess. Wear protection. But mama taps out after 10, so. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun, though. Oh, it should be interesting. It should be something. I'm going to need an update after that, please. For sure. Pictures will be taken. Hopefully all works out. Um, no, he's like the funniest person probably in the world. All of my kids are. I think that's the best part about it is every child has their own personality. You get a like, especially when they get older, like when they're younger, they're just sassy, like full of sass mm. and you love it because it's like, yes, you're my child. Absolutely. And, but like as they like grow into like their own little person and then they tell you all of these things about, you know, their experiences and all this stuff. It's just like a whole different aspect of parenting. So good times, good times. That is awesome. I'm stoked and not stoked for that part. Like, I'm excited to see what, you know, who, like, the young adults that my girls turn into. But I just feel like I'm going to have some not knockdown drag outs. Oh, 110%. Literally, 110%. (laughs) Um... Like today, I had to take like two kids. Two of my kids are grounded today, um, because of their grades. So it's like one moment they absolutely love you, they come to you for everything. The next moment, you are the worst person in the world. They absolutely hate you, like evil can evil. Great stuff. <laughs> yes, but the way I see it is, as long as my kid, oh yeah, for sure. As long as your kid can give them to you. And feel safe with you. You're doing a great job. I don't know. Some of the conversations. Um, I, d- I don't really care for. Same. Very much agreed. Bentley's constantly talking about his nuts. Yes. <laughs> All the time. Sweaty nuts. Yeah. Just. I, and it I doesn't said- get better as they age either. I promise. Oh, boy. Today we went to Aldi's, and he was like, hey, Mom, where are we going? I was like, Aldi's. And he goes, Aldi's nuts. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you're fucking 10, dude. Quit. That's hilarious. (laughs) And that's all I heard. I was like, hold on, I gotta pull out my Aldi's quarter. And he goes, Aldi's nuts quarters? (laughs) Like, that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That's great. And then Audrey crying about the squishmallow. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't today. I just can't today. 
I'm not in a good headspace for the day right now. The whole day has been great, except for the last 20 minutes. Was that just, like, bedtime? Well, we've been on here for 16, so... Okay. The last 16 minutes have been fine. It was the 20 minutes before that. <laughs> yeah. The whole, my kids feeling comfortable enough to come to me, like, I'm I'm glad, and it, ma- it makes me feel good, especially, you know, Hadley, she's at that age, you know, and all the shit's going on with her mom or whatever. Some of the conversations I wasn't expecting to have mm-hmm. at all. Right. Like, I don't want to go too much into it because it's just going to piss me right. off more. But um, the school is this close from me to just coming up there and raising hell. Because Hadley came up to me the other day and was like, I have a question. And I was like, okay, you know, what's up? And she was like, it's uncomfortable. And I was like, okay. All right. And um she was I was like, well, you know, you can tell me what what's your question? And she was like, what does the R word mean? She said the word. I'm not going to say it on mm-hmm. here. And I was like, hold up. We're going to backtrack. Where in the hell did you learn about this word? Where did you even hear it in context anywhere? Who just farted? Cindy, it was you. It actually wasn't. I would definitely say that. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Cindy's mic is queefing. It must be my computer. Um, yeah, I'm anyways, sorry. how she knows about the word is that they are doing, you know how Bentley had to dress up as that character? George Washington? Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing something like that this year, and she has, she's dressing up as Maya Angelou. And I guess when... That they had to look up a bunch of, like, about the life of the person that they have to dress up to be or whatever. Um, and while she was looking it up, she found out that Maya had some bad things happen to her when she was a kid. Okay. That included that word. And so Hadley asked me about it. And so I loosely explained it to her. And then I just got pissed off at the school because why are you letting our kids just look up about these people? Like, obviously, if you're going to let them learn about them and you're going to let them dress up as them, you should probably have a packet or something about them. That way they're not looking online and finding stuff that they probably shouldn't know about said person. Because, like, I don't feel like that was a conversation I should have had to have had with my nine-year-old. Yeah, it's kind of young. That's a that's a tough one. And so I'm like, I get it, I'm going to have to have the conversation with her sometime. Because it's going to be brought up in school somewhere. Or, you know, she's going to hear it from somewhere. But I don't feel like it should have been. I'm glad that she came to me and asked me about it. But I don't feel like. At nine years old, you should kind of be looking whatever you want up on the school computer. I agree. 
either. Yeah. Like there should have been websites that they should have been able to go to. If they, if they want them to do the research, there should have been certain websites that they can use, not just a kind of free for all, do whatever they want. Look up whatever website. And it just really pissed me off. So what is like, did you confront the school with that? So I didn't. I didn't. At this point, I am so done with the school that even if I would have brought it to their attention, they are very good with, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to fix that. And then it doesn't get fixed. I mean, as much as it sucks to say. I've had way too many things go on this year that I'm just kind of done. I'm done. Right. I don't know that my kids are going to go back. Oh, geez. Yeah. See, I'm like a, I'm, I wasn't the greatest way to describe it, but I'm one of those moms who I'm a good emailer. Like, I don't have time to be on the phone with you. I'm going to send a not so nice email. Like, I know it's not the greatest solution to a problem, but I like going to mom rant. It's long. It's like a, it's like a novel. I want to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom emailer. Like, one example is, and since these kids are no longer in our home, like, they went home because obviously we're foster, we were foster parents. Um, hence why we have so many children, um, was I think sometimes the school has this impression that all parents, and in my situation, I kind of felt like it was because I was a foster parent, are supposed to be like this picture perfect thing. Like we just do nothing but Mm -hmm. pure perfection over here. Um, and one of my kids who was a little bit delayed developmentally, if you will, um, and he's, he was like six. He, long story short, went to school, zero underwear. <laughs> no freaking underwear on this kid. Okay, like he wore the pants, he wore the shirt, he wore the shoes, zero underwear. The underwear was laid out with the clothes. Zero clue what happened to those underwear. <laughs> but I got this super hateful message from the principal explaining that my child not having underwear on caused discomfort first staff members because he couldn't button his pants because you know buttons are sometimes hard for little kids um and so he couldn't button them and so a teacher obviously had to help him button his pants and she actually refused she refused to button his pants because she noticed he wasn't wearing underwear and so it became this whole big thing because this kid wasn't wasn't wearing underwear this day and it was like as if it was like some perverted weird thing and I'm like and so I literally sent them and even a caseworker got involved like I was like let's let's wrangle on up I'm a caseworker here and the caseworker's like so what he didn't wear underwear was did he like show up awesome fantastic did he have the rest of his clothes on freaking fantastic did he eat that day gold star you know (laughs) so I literally like sent this whole rant about how I thought it was absolutely ridiculous for grown-ass adults to make something as far as this kid probably honestly was getting dressed, wasn't paying attention, and just, like, put his pants on and forgot his dang underwear. I mean, something as simple as that. And, obviously, I see him. I'm in a hurry in the morning. I see him walk out. He's wearing all the other clothes. So I'm thinking, yay, we're, we're making it to school on time today. Um, zero thought in my brain is I should underwear check every child that walks out my door. <laughs> but yeah, I had to send a whole email about it and how I thought it was absolutely insane that clearly they thought parents just 
forms of perfection. That's what we are. But at the point to where a teacher won't button a kid's pants because they're not wearing underwear, like. Weird. What kind of perverted sicko are you (laughs) that you won't button a child's fucking pants? And once again, this was a child with, like, it's a very, like, this child had a one-on-one aid, distinct developmental delay. I'm not an emailing mom. And, like, even um, I feel like I have to email or else I will scream and swear you up one side and down the other. And I just, I have to do an email, I have to do it in email form to keep, like, the shit together. You know what I mean? I write notes in my planner, and then I go to the school with my planner. And I address every single bullet on that one. Mm -hmm. Nope, you're going to see my face. I'll see. It's going to happen. I don't give a fuck if I have to go up there five times in a week. That's a good way to do it. I do do a lot of messaging. I do a lot Mm -hmm. lot of messaging teachers, messaging the principal, like when all that stuff went on with the little boys talking about Hadley's boobs. Like, that was all over message. One, so I could keep track of all that shit. If something ever came out of it, you know that, that was, I was there. And I did all of this. And then there's some things where I'll just walk into the school and be like, hey, listen, this is an issue and you need to fucking right. fix it. I just really like going to the school. That's okay. I really like when the school can get their shit together <laughs> is what I like. Fantastic. <laughs> You know, I have had zero complaints since I left uh, that school district. Um, I used to be a big fan. I used to, you know, I couldn't say anything bad about it. And now here I am and I've just had a lot of things happen and I'm not happy. I am not happy with it. Um, Hopefully things can change. But I've also heard that there are things going on in the school that not a lot of people know about. And so now I'm curious, what the fuck are those? But nobody wants to talk oh, about it. I don't know. That all came from the election stuff was happening. For the I just like board. to live in my own little bubble until it affects me or my children. Yes, 100%. It's the best. As far as we go, like, our kids only go to Paris, like, once they hit high school age. Um, but mm-hmm. I was told that... Something, I don't know if it's passed or it's working on being passed, but it's not going into effect this next year. I guess it's going into effect the following mm. school year to where parents can, basically, like, if I choose for my child not to go to holiday, I would prefer them to go to Paris or Matt, wherever. They can go to another school district without paying tuition, but we're in, we have we're in charge of transportation. Um, and so excited when I heard about that. So, so stoked. Because um, small schools are fantastic in many, many cases. In other cases, they can be like a stepping stone school. Um, so A, staff doesn't stay. Because they're really just there to put their put, put something on a resume. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes they're not even like fully like, like so I understand that they're like accredited, but they're not like experience credited. I guess is a good way to look at it. And other times they're just like really big headed about themselves. We're like, oh, I'm an administrator. It's like, kudos to you, dude. Kudos to you. Of 14 kids. Congratulations. Exactly. (laughs) Big shot over here. (laughs) A button in damn pants. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I realized that whenever we um, took our kids out of Paris and went to PCA. Um, great school. Mm-hmm. Awesome ideas. But the acting on those ideas, the keeping the staff, I mean, it went from like 100% awesome to 30% not awesome real quick. And then it closed and I don't have to worry about it anymore. So. I think every school has. Absolutely. I think I'm, well, I'm not here to just bash, you know, our local schools. I think that every oh, school yeah. has issues. I think what makes a school good is by listening to the concerns of said issues and actually changing in places that they can. Because there's some things they just right. cannot change. But there are some things that they can. And I think that some teachers in different school districts, not just ours, but in many school districts, need to be held accountable for treating kids like shit. Are you talking about that video? What that video? video that was rolling around Facebook, the other, I don't know, I say the other day, it was probably fucking three years ago now, um, <laughs> of, what was it? Was it the PE teacher, maybe? Or something? Was videotaping this kid? No, this Here? I think it was Moberly. This kid on Snapchat. Okay, I, I vaguely remember that. That was this year, yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Just like that. That is not exactly what I'm talking about. Because it's happening just a little bit more locally. But I think that... You know, I agree that teachers are people, but so are their students. Mm-hmm. So I think respect is um, earned in both ways. It's not given. And I think that some people are in a position where they think that they can. I don't know how to say it without being not nice. I'll just say it. Don't be a bitch to our fucking oh, yeah. kids when they're in school. Like, our kids are still humans, and they're still people. Just because you want them to sit at a desk for seven hours doesn't mean that they should fucking have hey, to. Hey, hold on. Time out for just a second. Hey, Alan, can you give me a glass of tea? Uh, okay. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's good. I mean, Colleen, you're... You can feel free to like chime in at this point. I am. I am steady watching Colleen's judgy faces throughout all of everybody's stories, (laughs) and I'm living for it. Like the one eyebrow up. Nice. (laughs) So, as a mom, I have a question. What is one conversation that you are the most afraid to have with your children? I'm always curious to see like what other mothers' opinions on that is. I I think I've had all the conversations already. Me too. I think the next conversation that I have that I'm like a little worried about is um if my kid comes and tells me that she's pregnant. Okay, haven't had that one. Like and it's not even gonna be that I'm worried about it. It depends on her age. I'm either gonna be excited or a little less excited. Yeah. That makes me nervous. Um 
she don't even think about that one to be honest oh my god like because like period yeah. talk already had it sex talk already had it obviously you're gonna have to have another sex talk it's it's whatever i think that once it hit teens like it's a constant <laughs> sex like it's a constant sex talk it's the, the pregnancy one's gonna be the next one that gets me. That's a tough one. Um I think so far the hardest conversation wasn't about periods or sex or bodily functions or sweaty nuts. It's <laughs> it's how to make them be a good member of society, but also putting that little nugget of conspiracy in there oh. to like Hey, you have to pay your taxes, but like, you should also question where the tax money is going because they're also humans that make mistakes. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Or, um, this is gonna, this is probably gonna like really bring out how crazy I am. Um, Bentley asked me when. Um, uh, something about Neil Armstrong going to the moon, and I was like, "Did he though?" Oh my! God. <laughs> Thank God Nathan is not on here. We'd be here for another two hours. I could talk to about Nathan it. about that. Oh, is that is that Nathan under a bundle of blankets? Well, I see an arm. Oh, I see an arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Look at that stupid face. <laughs> so I think that's that's a hard one because I'm like I want you to be able to make your own your own evidence based yeah. theories on thing things, but uh, still question question everything. If you weren't there to see it, question that's it. Good. That's a good way to look at it. Shut the fuck up, Alan. I think. <laughs> Another hard conversation to go off of, like, you're teaching them to be good people is to not lose my mind while trying to teach them to be good people. Like, we're having a big issue with lying right now in our house. And it's just, it's teeny tiny fucking pitiful lies. Just absolutely ridiculous for no reason, just for fun, just to. It's I just don't testing know, the boundaries. Like, gets caught in the lie. It is, and then you know she'll get caught in the lie, and then be like, "Well, I wasn't lying." I. I'm trying not to lose my mind on you because I know me yelling at you is gonna teach you nothing, but I am this close to losing my shit. Close. Now the quote in our house, and I've literally said it to all of my children, except for the babes. I guess I haven't really said it to them, especially when they 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 basically pissed me off. I said, "Here's my goals." I said when I became a parent, I had two goals in life. One was I don't want to have to visit you in jail. Like let's not have any jailhouse visits. I said, and two, I don't want to raise an asshole. I said, I don't want to send an asshole out into the world. There's enough of them already. Don't want to raise an asshole. Don't want to visit you in jail. If we can accomplish mm-hmm. that, I think we're doing pretty all right. I agree. Did you just ask my ass? 
I want He's to like, be- do you think you're succeeding? And I'm like, oh, I haven't had anyone in jail so far. <laughs> <laughs> you're two for two right now. That's pretty all right. I want my, my girls to be strong, independent women who don't need a man, but who might want one. You know, I kind of want some grandbabies one of these days. But, like, I don't want them to be, like, bitchy. I'm so cool like, with grand dogs. Like, I want them to be Yeah. I want dogs. grand dogs. Yeah. I want to take my grand dogs to, like, a pup spa for the weekend. Aww. Audrey asked me if she had to have kids. I was like, no, nah, dude, you don't have to have kids. And Bentley, he's the opposite. He's like, I can't wait to get a wife and have kids. And I want a big family. And I'm like, Aww. that's fine. I'll take your grand. I'll take your babies. That's fine. But Audrey, I'm going to come pick up your, your pups. I'm going to do it. She is turning into a little Audrey. You know how Audrey used to like carry around babies Audrey got sick time. of her babies, though. That's why she don't want kids now. Yeah, she did. She did. She took those fucking yeah, things everywhere. We and had a car. We had a car seat in the car, strictly for a baby. <laughs> the fucking thing yeah. went everywhere. Are you okay, Cindy? You look like a psychopath. <laughs> Sorry, Lacey. You're gonna have to take a trip to the laundry room. <laughs> You don't really grind my gears. Mm. Whenever you open the fucking dryer door, it doesn't stay open. It just creaks. (laughs) I hate it. What's the acceptable acceptable amount of dryer sheets to use? Like two? How big of a load is it? Oh, five. Dang, okay. Yes, five. It's just a regular load. People getting in a relationship, like, you know... However, I don't know. Specifically, okay. A 21-year-old and a 16-year-old. That's a a point. I am not handing out names, okay? But I... um, It makes me think that the 60-year-old... I'm just going to assume that the six-year-old is a man, right? That maybe he's made some poor choices and cannot obtain a woman of his own age. I would agree. And he's preying on a naive child, almost. 100%. I can agree. I can agree. Um, Do I know the situation? No. Am I still going to judge it? Probably. In any way, shape, or form, whether I know these people or not, and I don't know these people. I don't. I absolutely do not. Um, and that's however, a pretty, pretty big gap. I see the situation. Exactly. I see the situation, and I think that it is a unsafe and unhealthy situation. Um, I don't know that it's for me to judge, but I'm going to judge it anyways, because granted me and Daniel have a nine year age gap. I know that for some people, they don't like it and that's fine. 
and that's completely okay. I'm not asking them to accept it, whatever, you know, it is what it is. What are you I am doing? calling a dog. Mind your business. Hi, poopers. <gasps> She's a dog. We are in the middle of a conversation. And there's conversation. a dog, Cindy. You always have time for a dog. dog. What's the dog's name? And she's gone. No. What is it? Can they see Stitch. Them? You couldn't have come up with a better name. Aww. Hi, shelter dog. So cute. <laughs> so cute. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know the situation, but I'd almost be like more. I, I'd hate to say comfortable because it's not my place to be comfortable with it, I guess. But. The fact that she's 21, hasn't had a ton of life experience, and a dude's 60. Like, I don't know. Having a hard time with it. 60. 60, right? Like, this dude is, like, about to be the age where shit don't work. You know what I mean? That, that's older than <laughs> my, my parents. Yeah. Okay, now I feel like I need to add in this bit of detail. Night, have a good night. Said 60-year-old is in Do prison. what? I feel that adds a twist. Is can the girl can the girl get out of it? Get out of it? Like Wait, 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 I'm confused. Is the girl and he in prison? No, I mean like can she get out of the relationship? Nope. I mean she probably could if she really wanted to. Um she might be trapped. Huh. I feel like this is like one of those games like Clue or something. Anyway. Yeah, I'm so, so like, bad at that game. Not, not, so like not Dude. trapped as in like, you know, he's going to murder her or something. But like, um, what keeps most people in relationships when they probably shouldn't be in them Either together? drugs, money. What was the third one? Abuse. Cindy, you're too blurry to make those. I can't see you. A baby. Oh. I don't know. I didn't get that before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I missed that clue. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I just wanted to see what everybody's opinions on it. I assumed that all of us would have the same opinions, but if someone has a different opinion and would like to like voice it and let me know different. I feel sides for of her it, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a lot going on there. I do. I also think that um, maybe home life wasn't always great. Um, you know, that's that's kind of what I see when, when women look for men that are significantly <laughs> older than them. I mean, granted, like, me and Daniel are nine years, and I didn't really have, a, like, a the picture-perfect Are you talking, like, daddy issues? Growing up, you know. This would be more like yeah, yeah, and like yeah. This makes my head hurt. Like literally, my okay. head just started hurting right here. Separate scenario, okay? Completely different. Like completely different. Forget about the sixty and the twenty-one year old. We're jumping into something new. We're just gonna use me as an example. I am married. I have two children, two very, Are you very about small me? children. Okay. Yes. And one of them has um, 
medical issues. My husband goes behind my back and cheats on me multiple times and while I am pregnant. Okay. Okay. We have our baby. We have our baby with medical mm -hmm. issues. And, um, you know, he's not really, my husband isn't really there very often. Um, he, he works a lot. I don't really get to see him very often. And one night I am at home and he is taking a shower and he shuts the curtain and i'm like i'm like really confused and when i open the curtain i see hickeys on his neck i actually know someone with a very similar situation right now um are you wanting like opinions on it i guess i would love them what what kind of would you do in that situation what what advice would you have for someone in that situation first off can do way better hands down way better Facts. and I don't know if it's the same person as what I'm thinking of. It could be, it could not be. Um, but, like, yeah. Um, a, way better. And B, like, he's just an asshole. He's a sleazeball. And... Now, to make matters, like, worse, he is way more worried about new yeah. girlfriends and personal things versus his children, but still wants to get back with me. Then at the end of the day, he's just going to keep doing it. It doesn't sound like he's really changed. I don't think anything in the situation's changed, obviously. But it's hard. Like, when you're married, like, you truly, like, love that person. And it's not as black as why. I think we'd all like to be like, oh, I'd leave. Oh, I'd stay. It's just not always that cut dry sadly but opinion wise i would i'd be hitting the road to get going on with a better life and letting him to deal with himself i'm just gonna say although this is me pretending that it's me first off it's not me and if it was me like i'd beat oh, the for sure. shit out of oh, somebody for sure like thanks but no things emily opinions um Advice? She, I know that she has a good support system. Yes. And I hope that she gets out. And I hope that she... For sure. And if, if Emily was in this situation, there would be no more Alan. <laughs> Gone. I don't know where he went. He just disappeared. It was kind of weird. He just took off. On foot? Yeah, his truck's still here. <laughs> it's my truck now. Mm hmm All of his clothes are still here. Goodbye, Earl. <laughs> yes. Those black-eyed peas tasted all right to me, Earl. <laughs> yes. I just, I hope that the support system that um, this hypothetical person has uh, continues to stay by her side, and I hope that that TV works out real well. <laughs> and if she needs anything else to, to just reach out please I just 
I can't. Life is too short to pretend to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and to still dick around on the side. If you're unhappy in your relationship, get out. It's not it. It's Please. not hard. Exactly. Like divorce is so fucking easy. Just do it. It's literally like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You're supposed to love. I'll it makes me understand. sick. And makes me angry. They have kids, you know, and the hypothetical person is like, you're showing your kids that that's, this guy's like showing his kids that, you know, that's, you know, this is the norm. Daughter, this is the norm. This is how you should expect to be treated. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be okay. And teaching, I mean, the son obviously isn't old enough to that, learn that's that. That's how but... you should treat women. Yeah. And that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Some people. I know. So anyways. Although all of sure, this was hypothetical. Both scenarios. <laughs> I wish them both the best. And hope that everything works out exactly. I mean, everything does work out exactly how it's supposed to. But I hope that the... I was going to say, karma can take care what? of the other people. I said the women. I hope these women... Fuck these men. Not all men. <laughs> yeah. Just these men. These hypothetical situations. But I hope these women get everything that they deserve. And stay strong. And make good choices. Yes. yes. It's okay to have a pros and cons list. For sure. More so the first scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. And not convicts. <laughs> Alright, mommy. It's not it's not <laughs> professionals and convicts. It's pros and cons. <laughs> convicts. Cons, actually. Alright, we need to wrap this up before we piss somebody off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was literally just getting there. So it was super well, nice to you. talk to you, Lacey. Colleen, it was yeah, great I guess. having you on, too. You know. All right, y'all have a good night. You too. Thanks, Lacey. Bye. You too. Thank you. All right, mamas. We will talk to you all next week. We'll see you next week, Colleen. Mm Mm-hmm.